Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of the season. So it's going to be season 3, episode um, 11. In this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about my experiencing volunteering at the Tokyo Backyard Ultra, which is called Last, Ma- Last Samurai Standing. Uh, so not Last Man Standing, Last Samurai Standing. Now, I actually got into this I got this chance to volunteer because I actually wanted to volunteer last year but I was honestly nervous because I couldn't speak much Japanese so I I was just nervous but this year it just so happened that I had the guts to ask Tomokazu Ihara who is the race director if I could volunteer. I met Tomo through Drew, who I interviewed earlier in the podcast. Him and Tomo are friends, so I just asked Drew if he could introduce me to Tomo, and it proceeded from there. And if you've listened to previous episodes before, you would know that I've interviewed Tomo before. Okay, first solo episode, I hope I don't ramble, and I hope that you guys can stay with me. So uh, the Backyard Ultra is like a race where you have to run loops either it's an out and back or loops approximately um, the distance is um, to be precise it's 6.706 kilometers or 6,706 meters or 4.167 miles per hour so what you have to do is you have to run that distance within the hour And then let's say you do it in 40 minutes. That means you have 20 minutes to kind of rest and recover. And then at the next hour, you're starting the race again. Everyone has to be at the start line within the next hour. So let's say it's 7 a.m. Everyone has to be at the start line at 7 a.m. There's like a countdown. Three, two, three minutes to the start. Two minutes to the start. One minute to the start with like a bow and everything. And then the rule is everyone has to be at the start and then start the lap on the hour and basically finish it within the hour. So depending on your pacing and how fast you go, you could have tons of time to rest or you could just finish on the hour and continue running. I mean... 6.706 kilometers is not very far so obviously it seems like an easy thing but doing it for hours and hours is kind of the challenge in this type of race there's only one winner everyone else is a dnf um the race was um invented by lazarus lake control um and it's named after his dog (laughs) like the no, no, like the big, big race that they do in America. It's called Big Dog, uh, Big Dog's Backyard Ultra, and it's named after his dog. Okay, anyway, let's talk about uh, my experience in, in Tokyo. I hope I'll be able to touch on all the main points that I want to share with you guys. So they started with a field of 19 people, three ladies only. Um, we have the ladies were. I'm not sure what the kanji pronunciation of the one lady's name is, but I'm going to try. I think it's Asako. From what I read on the kanji, that's what I understood, but I'm not sure because sometimes kanji pronunciations are different. And then we had Shiori Stata, and then we had Tomoni Tsutsuni. Mm. Um, and obviously the rest were men. You have to keep in mind that the Japanese record 
is um, if I'm not mistaken it's a hundred and it should be a hundred and eight is a Japanese world record so basically Japan's record of how many loops has been run it's been 108 so we went into this backyard ultra with that in the back of our minds one of the guys Yukiniri Yoshida who was actually competing at the backyard ultra now this weekend in Tokyo he was at the world championships in October and he ran 85 laps there so also he was here kind of uh, competing so I was kind of keen to see how far he would go he I do think though that I wonder, this is a thought that I had, is I wonder if the fatigue in his legs from October would still be, would kind of impact him this time around. Um, anyway, let's get into it. So this race was held at Takao Green Center. <laughs> Ironically, I run, I run the trail sometimes because it's in my backyard and I always pass this kind of building, but I, I'd never known it was called the Tokyo, um, the Takao Green Center. It's only... After being there for four days, I'm like, wait a minute, all these signs say Takao Green Center. Isn't that funny how you can see a place every day, but um, for some reason you don't pay attention to it? Or is this just me? Does this only happen to me? That I only notice things when they're relevant to my life. Otherwise, my eyes kind of just gloss over them because they don't seem important to me. So the race started um, on Thursday at uh, 1 p.m. Tomo. Uh, Kazuhara is the race director and his partner in crime is is Tanaka-san okay san means mister um, but uh, Hiroyasu Tanaka uh, but we all call him Tanaka-san he was a uh, race directing with Tomo so basically a partnership of sorts so the race started at um, 1 p.m. on Thursday afternoon which was a public holiday here and I think Thanksgiving in the States happy Thanksgiving folks probably too late for all intents and purposes that's when everyone did the first loop so but at 12 o'clock Tomo obviously gave um, the race briefing told everyone the rules out and back no assistance on the course but they can get assistance between no one is allowed to leave the course except to use the bathroom yeah anyway so the race starts on on Thursday at 1 p.m. and these guys are just running their loops back and forth and coming back and uh, as volunteers we're not doing much really it's just recording who comes in and what time they come and taking a photo to make sure that we have a record of exactly the same time that it's happening it was happening on YouTube live what the volunteer team does is every year one of the volunteers uh, actually runs the race so this year one of our guys was running the race and um, he actually ran quite a decent number of loops, hey? He ran about 62 laps. As every runner comes in, a runner is welcomed, okaeri nasai. That means you are returning back. Uh, we clap for every runner and we say, Otsukar samades, which means thank you for your hard work, or we appreciate your hard work or this is all possible because of your hard work and they say the same thing to us of note for me was um, one of the contestants who made it to right to the end was Michitaro Mizuno of note to me was Michitaro Mizuno now Michitaro is 28 so quite a young man 
and he kind of had the style going on he had like a yellow shirt on throughout the whole race yellow shirt yellow jacket he had like a headband around his hair if you've watched Naruto or you know like the ninjas you know how they kind of have their um, uh, hair tied with like a headband very samurai style which is very kind of apt to what the name of the race was and I kind of got the instinct that this guy mentally was in the game and he was basically hungry for this right from the start however he kind of had a very laser fair attitude which could be deceiving because you're like this guy's not serious because he was seems like so relaxed and so chilled but that was just his style I mean this guy just came came kept doing laps in and out in and out in and out with his yellow shirt that wasn't buttoned all the way by the way it was kind of like hanging off his shoulders and only one button and then he would change it and wear a yellow jacket and then like very like he just threw this shirt on and it was just hanging over his shoulder and this crazy headband um but he was hungry hey and um he did 70 laps which is the maximum number of laps okay so these guys were running back and forth back and forth back and forth so as for our three ladies uh shiori uh went out first shiori was there with her husband andrew and their little puppy kojiro was the star everyone was just there like giving him hugs and kisses um, and it was his birthday so he was the star of the party so shiori um her goal i did ask at the beginning like what's your goal shiori and she said she wanted to do 100 kilometers so when she got to 100 kilometers she called it a day uh she has to, her legs were still okay actually but she had some stomach trouble and things like that so this is the tricky thing about the backyard ultra isn't it it's like you just never know what will get you on the day any ultra in fact it could be your, your body will give up it could be your stomach it could be nutrition any number of things and then I had to go to work on Saturday so I spent I had to go to work on Friday so Thursday I was there Friday I had to go to work and then on Saturday I got back in the afternoon and the guys were still at it doing their loops and then I think on San Saturday we had i'm not going to refer to a lot of my pictures because i try to take pictures um every loop that i was there that started so so the weather was cold it was foggy we fortunately didn't get rain i mean we're just getting into autumn right so getting into winter so it's kind of chilly so on saturday um here we are one this is now 12 p.m we have got about eight runners going out one two three four five six seven so seven runners at 12 p.m on saturday so we had seven runners they kept they they the seven ran for quite a while quite a while quite a while and then they steadily started dropping started dropping at nine at night we had four left so saturday night we had four and then two dropped out at during the night they were like man out and then we were left with two we had uh tetsuo kiso who is 55 years old if you believe it and then we had michitaro muzuno his name is listed on the list as rintaro but i have him here as michitaro 
and he is 28 he's the guy I was telling you about who had the yellow shirt and these guys I kid you not ran through Sunday night ran through basically the rest of Saturday night onto the morning and um, started running on Sunday I got tired at about 7 a.m. and I went to bed I woke up at about 10 they were still at it and then at 11 a.m. They called it a day. Uh, what time was it exactly that they called it a day? They called it a day at 10.52. Yeah, so I woke up maybe at about 10, 9, somewhere there. And then at 10.52, they came in and they called it a day. So at 12 a.m., if they had gone out for two more laps, they would have been at 300 miles. But they just got to 70 loops and they called it a day. Uh, what was most touching for me was I think they both decided you know what we are not going to we are going to DNF together because in this race like there's no second place or third place it's win or lose it's either you finish last I eat last summer standing or you DNF so the fact that both of them came in together held their hands together and bowed and said we're done that means both of them dnf'd which means that nobody at this tokyo race won the race there was literally a medal for the winner no one got that medal the race director had to go home with the medal they both of them dnf'd um and i think for me this was a highlight i mean if i'm going to talk about anything in this podcast it's going to be about this particular moment where they walked in together they held their hands and they bowed and they both dnf'd i think there's a couple of things is it's fascinating to me different generations right think 28 year old and a 55 year old like basically generations apart is it not two whole generations apart but they formed a bond and a camaraderie over those loops that they were running together because even though like we were not there with them but can you just imagine um the discussions they had when one of them wanted to give up and they had to encourage each other hey the human spirit what can we do when we are holding each other's hands and doing things together i mean any one of them, for example, Michichiro could have said, no, I've had enough, I'm going to quit now, or I could, or, or, or Tetsuyo-san could have said, no, I've had enough, I'm going to quit now, but the other person obviously held the other person up. And, like, one of them could have won it. If one of them quit, one of them could have won it, but the fact that they both agreed that this is what they were doing, Okay, I cannot talk enough about this. I guess this is one of the things about Japanese culture that I do like. Is like, it's not always about me, but it's about us. I literally got teary-eyed when they did this. So um, they gave up the race together. And um, Ardi Tomo made a speech, thanked them for their participation. And um, someone brought out cake. There were slices of cake waiting for them with candles and... Uh, like omedetto well done on a good job and we clap for them 70 hours in and these guys were still walking hey <laughs> like if you look at the final photo they're actually squatting i'm like how is it possible and the one other thing that i noticed was when one of the runners um actually dnf'd during the night i think it was okumura-san he was actually like i'm sorry sumimasen and i was like no but 
like how are you apologizing you did your best you know but I guess it's just the thing of I'm here at the service of everyone around me I am sorry to be such an inconvenience uh, God I hope that I'm not rambling and I hope that this um, is somehow useful to anyone so main takeaways my main takeaways were that it's a it's a community event in the sense that there are people there who have accomplished great things and I'm talking great runners I mean we were sitting by the fire and they were talking and I was thinking to myself Thomas done the Barclay this guy's gone to the world championships and he did like 85 hours of running all these guys have run 100 milers but they're just so down-to-earth and so humble and it's almost like what what more can I do for you are you guys okay just a certain level of humility and I think the other thing is Japanese has Japan has such great trail running talent I don't understand why the world is not speaking more about this um, we talk a lot about yes America has great talent but Japan also has great talent I am not Japanese myself but I am just amazed by the level at which these guys run you know um, um, Tomoni right she's the the lady who finished who um basically who ran the most laps and she ran 40 laps 40 four zero that means for 40 hours she was running straight and i was looking at the listing of countries and how many laps they did and pretty much half of the of the contingent at the tokyo race were over the qualifications of like 50% of the other countries. That's how tough the competition is. That's how big trail running is here, even though it's not discussed entirely all over the world. How do we do this? How do we open it up so people know more about trail running in this country? Uh, the other thing is I, I like that the volunteers took such great care of the runners like really really t took such great care of them but ironically the runners also took care of the volunteers no one shouted at anyone everyone was just calm and peaceful and things were done in an orderly way and people followed the rules and the supporters were just it was just such a refreshing experience for me. Um, have, I have volunteered at other races before um, and each race is definitely, definitely different. But I can tell you that at the end of the race, there was no grumbling. No one was complaining about this or that because everyone is not always looking selfishly inward but looking at how everyone else is doing. I'm not saying that at other races that happens. I'm just saying this is what I noticed about the race. The one thing that I can say is that it was such a privilege. Honestly, I, I've never been, I feel so privileged to have been there. I feel so privileged to have witnessed Japanese culture in this way. I feel so privileged to have seen such fantastic, amazing runners um, humbly running the race hustling like doing the work like when they're out there to run they're seriously out there to run and they get into kind of a mindset where that's what they're doing and i have not only seen this at, at this backyard ultra i saw it also when i was a, an english teacher uh, at junior high school and i would go and train with the track team i i actually have run with some junior high school kids 
and these kids have such focus and dedication like when they're told by their coach to do a 5k the coach just says go do 5k and these kids go and they hustle and they do that 5k like this is the work we must do it and they do it like back and forth back and forth it's done they don't mess around they're just quite serious so i think it's kind of an ethic that's built in them from when they they're in school but so fascinating such a great honor um i think my takeaway is that japan don't um i think that it would be good if the world acknowledged how amazing ultra running is in japan like i think that's important i think it's underreported uh, especially by um media in the world i don't know how that can be solved um i think that um one of the most amazing things about japanese culture is uh, the humility and the team spirit and holding each other up and if there's an event we're all doing what we can to make it the best we can i i really love that i appreciate being accepted into the inside world of 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 this race because um I did not at all feel like I was an outsider. I felt like I felt included, which was pretty awesome. I appreciate it. And the other takeaway is I think um Tomo is actually a great leader. This is just an observation on my part. I have seen how he rallies his athletes, how he supported all the runners at the Backyard Ultra how he made time to see each of them and like get to talk to them and know them and you know i don't think uh, great things like this can be achieved without visionary leaders like that in the background who are really passionate about the people around them um yeah so from that event i think we have four people who qualified for the world championships We have Tetsuya Kiso at 70 hours. We have Runtaro Mizuno aka Michitaro at 70 hours. We have Yusuke Inanaga at 59 hours and Tomoaki Okumura at 62 hours. These are the guys who qualified from Tokyo. Uh and our our top lady was Tomoni and she did 40 hours of running. Yeah. I hope this was good solo episode. I hope you listened through it. If you did, thank you for listening. I will do a better job of taking notes at the next event I have the privilege of attending. I will try to include as many photos as possible, maybe I make a video collage of it uh, to share on YouTube so you can see what it was really like. And uh yeah. Thank you for listening and here's to a week full of great adventures.